and welcome back, everybody, to the Just One More Level podcast. I'm your co-host, John. And I'm Christian. And this week, we are covering the NES Classic, which spawned a franchise that continues today, Metroid. Kind of. Classic platforming Continues game. to today. Nintendo kind of seems to kind of uh, neglect Metroid a lot of the time. Um, yeah, a little bit. There hasn't been a new Metroid <laughs> game since, what, the game? Wii. I guess the Wii. I don't think there was one for the Wii yeah. U, and as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been yeah. one for the Switch yet. So, I mean, what it's was, a huge uh, franchise with a lot of people that love it, but there doesn't seem to be that yeah. many games made for it. What was what was Metroid Prime on? Was that GameCube? I'm pretty sure the first Prime, I'm pretty sure, was GameCube, I think. And then they had like a sequel, okay. maybe two sequels on the Switch. Or, I'm sorry, on the Wii. Okay. I'm fairly certain. Okay, gotcha. Um, but yeah, we're playing the first one, though. The original on the we're Nintendo. the first one, yeah. And it has uh, most interesting for me personally. It has spawned a a type of gameplay. It's a yes, type of gameplay that involves yeah a genre uh, of gameplay. It is a it's a two D platformer, but it's also kind of has a, a like a puzzle element to it. You right. can't progress in the in the traditional linear style you sort of have to find your way through the level you have to explore to find which path you're supposed to be on and that path is illustrated with how difficult the area is that you end up in and if you end up in an area that is just not passable you know that you're not supposed to go that way yet because you don't have an upgrade that you need um which is a very interesting way to do it and um I, I very much enjoyed trying to navigate my way through the level um, until I was ready to snap my Switch in half. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, John, was this then, your uh, first time playing Metroid? This was my first time playing Metroid. Um, okay. Like, like a I've lot actually, of games. I've beaten Metroid before, just this one. Okay. And um, I, yeah. after, uh, after I've beaten it, I, I've watched a bunch of speed runs of it. I've grown to really appreciate okay. the game in a lot of different ways, mm -hmm. not just for what it was, but also the glitches and things in it and the different paths that you right. can take. If you watch the footage that I recorded, since I've already beaten this game, I actually mm -hmm. decided to just break it completely. I, I am not following like how you're supposed to play the game at all. I'm using glitches okay. and sequence breaks and things like that to get to areas early. Um, now, I did just go off a of memory, so I wasn't 100% certain where I was going all the time because it's been a couple years since I've mm -hmm. beaten the game. Um, but yeah, right. if we if we get long enough into it, you'll see that I'll get some power-ups and things before you're supposed to get them and make it to some areas early and things like that. Um, but yeah, okay. I absolutely adore this game, and uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great time. But I'm more interested in hearing yeah. how you feel about it being your first time yeah. playing it, like, at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's my first time playing it. Um, <clears throat> I think that when I first uh, tried out like emulation, this might have been something that I like loaded up a little bit and was like, oh, I wonder what this is about. And then I, I didn't play much of it after that. But this is my first time ever trying to play it. And I can play it now on Switch, right. which is very convenient and nice. Um, because uh, for anybody that that doesn't know, I, I don't think anybody would that's watching our videos. Um the the switch has uh has a has a thing for people that have online access if you have nintendo online um you have access to a little, little shop of classic nes and snes games that they actually do update um and add new games uh yeah i think it's at least like once a month something like that right yeah. um 
So, but they have most of their classics on there that everybody will regard as classics for the NES and the SNES. And that's how I played it. Um, and I love that it functions as an emulator. You can make save states, which yep. I don't think I abused, but I definitely took advantage of. Personally, when I was in trying Metroid, to play this. I think they're necessary. Because, um, I mean, there yes. is the password system for uh, if you wanted right. to, to quit and pick up again later or whatever. But yeah, passwords are just... yeah. I mean, I understand at the time it was much better than nothing, but um, th- this day and age now, yeah. nobody wants to deal with a password system, so but just I make took... a save state. <laughs> the first the first password that I got to before I started using the save states, because I always try to play it vanilla at first, right. you know, just to see, if, see, see what's up. First password I got to was like 50 characters long, and it yeah, wasn't just letters it, and numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I had to take a picture of it with my phone. I wasn't right. That's that how down. I did it when I beat the game <laughs> originally. Um, that's literally yeah. what I did. I took a picture of my TV whenever I was done playing, right. <laughs> just so I could remember exactly what the the code was. Um, I suppose I could. Uh, I was on the, the Switch. I could have taken a screenshot. Yeah, yeah I know. That's true too. I don't know. I because there's not like levels. Right. But I remember. Did you get any power ups or anything like that? Were I you got able to find two any power ups. Okay. I got two of them. I got well, no, I got three of them. I got the the rolly ball power up, and then right. I got a rocket launcher, and then I got an upgrade for the rocket launcher. Okay. Um, okay. So so I I got three I got three power ups. I played okay. for I think a total of forty five minutes, something like that. I died a bunch. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I found a tiny tiny spot in one of the levels. I think it's right after you get the first rocket launcher. You go like left to get the first rocket launcher and then go right to progress to another stage that is vertical, mm-hmm. jumping up platforms. Um, and in that stage, there's a little section where there's a monster that like launches out of the ground, kind of like a rocket, like in Gradius or something. Like it rises up and then it beams towards you. Oh, yeah. Um, Those are, uh, I don't remember the name of them or anything like that, but they're essentially yeah. just there for power ups and health. You can get yeah. an infinite number of um, power-ups and health from them, essentially. Yeah, and, that's uh, exactly what I used Every time you kill one, if they spawn something, they won't spawn again. Um, and or It looks like one... you're doing the same thing, actually, in the video that yeah, yeah, I'm watching here if, on stream. I, I yeah. kind of fumbled my words. If they drop something when you kill them, another one of those creatures mm-hmm. won't spawn until you pick up the um, power-up that Until they you pick up the item. So, yeah, nice. they're, they're, that's pretty much what they're there for, is to so you can farm health and, and uh, mm-hmm. um, what are they called? Rockets oh, and good. things like that. Um, I don't so know if I that's literally uh, what they were there for, the but game. as far as I know, that's what everybody <laughs> uses them for. <laughs> right, yeah. And, that, and that's, uh, I'm doing, all, I did almost exactly what I see you doing right here. Yeah, I Yeah. if you're watching the video, you can see how rusty I was whenever I first started playing again. I'm pretty sure I took more mm-hmm. damage trying to farm these guys than uh, health that I picked up from them. So <laughs> right. it's but, rough. Um, um, I had... I had a lot of fun because I was I, I liked trying to figure out where I was supposed to go. Um, I liked trying to figure out you know where I was supposed to be because I figured there was a rhyme and reason to it all. Um, you just had to you just had to figure it out. Um, but I do think it's interesting to mention that after I played this, similar to when we did Ghosts and Goblins, I tried the SNES uh, version, which I guess is Metroid, Metroid Three. Yeah, but it's called Super Metroid, and it's mm-hmm. essentially a, a, an update of the first one uh, at the beginning, at least. I'm not going to speak for the whole experience, but right, um, and there's more power ups game, and all kinds of things too. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of the game, um, you revisit the map from 
uh, this game um, mm-hmm. and replay some of the same areas, but they're all um, slightly shifted and upgraded, and there's different things that Samus can do. Uh, Samus? Seamus? What's her name? Samus, yeah. Samus. Um, mm-hmm. There's different things that Samus can do. Um, so it, it, it was really interesting, and I think I might enjoy the SNES version better. Um, but uh, this might be one of those Nintendo Power games. You just need kind of a kind of a little need a little guide. Little uh, this is where you might want to go type of thing for some players. Uh, but if right. you like the challenge and you like to try to figure it out and just lose a bunch of death, <laughs> lose a bunch lose of death. Lose a bunch of death. Yeah, hell yeah. Lose a bunch of life. <laughs> yeah, I do um, remember like I owned this game as it. a child. Um and so I played it a fair bit growing up, but I do know I I remember I never made it particularly far in the game though. Um growing up. I, right. I, I don't know like how far exactly, but I don't think I ever really even made it past the first boss as a child. Um now as an adult, whenever I went back to play it, I I found it it was definitely challenging. But it wasn't impossible, where a lot of NES games tend to right. feel impossible at times. Um, right. And the couple of times I did get stuck, all I needed was a map, not like a guide or walkthrough or anything like that. Just a map to kind yeah. of keep track of everything was the biggest thing exactly, for me personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as far as like the gameplay and whatnot goes, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody knows kind of what Metroid is at this point, unless you're like very young. Um, but Metroidvania, the right. is the the genre that it kind of spawned and i think it speaks to the Mm -hmm. game that not only does it have a genre named after it but castlevania Mm -hmm. the other half of that didn't even like start to play into it until like what the third game or something like that where you actually got the ability to explore um yeah really that's metroid's kind of the one who I, I won't say started that, but at least popularized that, right? Castlevania right. did the whole you get stronger as you go along, collect power ups thing, yeah. But there was no exploration right. really in Castlevania until yeah, the, 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 the the first third game or whatever. At, at least I think from 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 my understanding, uh, the game that popularized the term Metroidvania was uh, Symphony of the Night. I think it was mm. the 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 first one that really relied heavy on exploring. But I think. Right. Um, I think even Castlevania 2 was technically non-linear because um, you could move around and do different things, but it still felt very Castlevania. You moved from right. left to right, you whipped, you know. But uh, Symphony of the Night is the one that like really brought it into focus. And unfortunately, a lot of the games kind of broke from that format after Symphony of the Night. Uh, gotcha. a-, a lot of the handheld Castlevania games did the Symphony of the Night Castlevania style uh, where it was a Metroidvania game. But mm-hmm. um, like main title entries completely broke with that so you didn't have what everybody loved about the 2d side-scrolling castlevanias nor did you have what everybody loved about the metroidvanias it was just like a 3d action something or other like lords Lords of shadow and stuff like that so castlevania is kind of dead unfortunately (laughs) i mean there's always the chance it'll come back Uh, to be fair like we were mentioning earlier metroid's kind of dead at this point as well there hasn't been a 2D right, game yeah. in quite some time, as far as I'm aware. Um, the fan project right. that started up a handful of years ago to... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly which game it was they were doing or if it was original, um, but that kind of got killed by Nintendo, and it's just... Yeah, it's definitely... a. At least as of right now, it's right. kind of past its heyday. But in my opinion, definitely worth going back right. and taking a look at, because, like I said, oh, I, yeah. I find it to be an excellent game. There are things that take getting used to in it, um, for instance, mm-hmm. the way you jump and move around, it feels yeah. very weird at first. It's definitely something you can get mm-hmm. used to. And once you do, you'll find that you have a lot of control over how you move. Um, 
Right. But it's not it's not like a Mario game or something where it's very intuitive. It takes a little bit of getting used to for sure. Right. Yeah. It feels a little slippery at the end. It's kind of like how um, Luigi has a flutter kick when he jumps into the later Mario games. Right. It, it's kind of hard to gauge where that flutter is going to take you exactly because it kind of goes up at the end and it's a little weird. But yeah, um, you could definitely get used to it. I um, I think that it's... Uh, I think the art... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that for a little bit because uh, yeah, it's sure. just something I'm noticing here. Um, it's very simple, you know, because it's, it's an early nintendo game i yes. believe metroid was released in japan in like 86 so pretty early on as far as american nes life goes uh, and then it came over here a year or two later um if i remember i did a little reading on it but uh, i didn't go it too sounds much about right i'm not positive it. but it sounds right to me yeah um so pretty early on in the nes uh library and um i think it looks fairly detailed uh for what it is i think samus looks really good i like her animation i love the spinning jump and like the spinning ball that she does and everything like that i think that's pretty good um but uh a a lot of the levels just rely off of like a monochromatic color style uh the enemies themselves are pretty fleshed out and um they have like some color and some animation going on in them but uh like the environments that you go into are kind of monochromatic but that being said, I think for the time that was probably pretty helpful, considering the game it is was about a requirement so at the you time. Can, um, yeah, as well. So you, you can only had you had color palettes on the NES, of course, um, right. and you could only use one color palette at any given time, and each color palette was only what six colors, something like that, um, four right. to eight colors, somewhere in there. So they really didn't have any option mm. but to have things be very simple from a color standpoint. Um, but right. I will agree with you on it's a little simplistic. Uh, well, not simplistic because everything that's right. there does look really good. There's just not a whole lot there. Like yes. the backgrounds are always just a plain black. Whereas in some other NES games, there may have been like a cave mm-hmm. wall in the background or something like that when you're exploring through the caves. Right. Or yeah. um, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, you know, or, or if you're in a spaceship, you know, it may have like a metal looking pattern in the back um none of that right. in this game it's just black background mm-hmm. environment samus and then enemies um right so it's a little mm-hmm. simple um but it's right. what's there i think looks great uh and then the animations yeah. and yeah. things on like samus especially i think they did a great job with that considering when the game came out um yeah, it's a little usually... it's a little jerky but there's still a lot of different animations that samus has which is nice yeah because Usually, like uh, like an old NES character like that, as far as movement would go, you had like your walk and run was just like three keyframes of animation, right? And then your your jump was like another three to five keyframes. But right, Samus is pretty fleshed out here. Like she's yeah. got like like a really fully fledged running animation, you know, where her legs kick up really high, and same thing with the jump, and then you got that spinning thing. I don't know how many yeah. frames that is. That's I mean, what I was going to say. Sure like, a few that's what really repeated, did it for me but... was, it's like the, the running animation is just kind of two or three frames, kind of like how you were mentioning mm-hmm. it was commonplace at the time. Um, but then she yeah. also has like the spin in her jump, whereas like in Mario mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that, the jump is essentially just Mario now in the air, right? There might be right, like a couple yeah. frames of him like putting his hand up and down or whatever, which is very simple. Mm-hmm. But in this game, Samus starts spinning whenever she goes up in right. the air um right and then you have like the ball that you can go down into and that's a couple different animations that she has of the ball spinning um if you're shooting mm-hmm. while you're running samus has a different 
set of uh, walking, running animations where her arm is out, right. her, her arm with the gun attached to it is out. Um, so there's just mm-hmm. a lot of different little, uh, there's just a lot of animations for it. It's not that any individual animation is necessarily better than what you would see in another game, but they just fleshed out right, all the but, different scenarios, which is really Yeah, very, nice. very, very smooth and surprisingly complex for an early mm-hmm. NES game. So yeah. that 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 was that 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 was pretty refreshing. Um, and uh, I mean, if we're gonna get progressive here, uh, one of the earliest female protagonists in a video game that I know of. Yeah, I didn't want to catch a really badass protagonist said, too. She, that's <laughs> something I wanted to point out. Was yeah, this was the yeah. first, as far as I'm aware, um, game with a mm-hmm. female lead, which is just a uh, right. you know that was cool. <laughs> and a badass really... female lead too. What's that? I said in a badass female lead too. Oh yeah, certainly. I, I mean, mean, she's taking down hordes of aliens um, and right. destroying mother brain, blowing up planets. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. certainly. A probably, probably, definitely inspired by uh, Ripley. I would imagine, um, which is the main character from Alien, the Alien movie series. Now, um, when did that come out, though? Uh, nineteen seventy-nine was the first. Oh, did Alien it? Movie, okay. And then I Ali- had no idea. Alien. You're the movie buff here. The more. <laughs> Yeah, the mo- the more action oriented Aliens was uh, early eighties. Um, okay. Okay. And I think I think don't quote me on this because I I'm only like very vaguely remembering things from other like game reviewers and things. But I think that there's enemies in Metroid that resemble things from Alien. Like I think that there's an enemy that resembles like um the alien that they find on the abandoned ship in the first movie and i think there's something that even resembles like face huggers um but i'm not i'm not 100 percent. that might be something that i'm misremembering here i don't know enough about aliens to say whether any of that's true the only alien i've ever seen is alien versus predator and then the um Uh, okay uh the the alien movie that according to the director wasn't an alien movie uh prometheus or whatever it was called oh yeah and he can he can yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, I as soon as I saw about. it, I was like as somebody who d- has never really watched Alien, I was like, "Oh, this must right. be an Alien spin-off or something like that." So I looked it up and right. then it was just note from the director, this is not an Alien movie. And I'm like, "But no, this this is an Alien shut movie, up. right?" Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because Alien Covenant, which is the most recent Alien movie, is a direct sequel to Prometheus. So, stop it. <laughs> just just stop it. Just stop it. Uh, I don't want to hear it. It's not it's not it's not true. Like it's it's just it's so obviously not true. I don't I never looked into that because I have looked into Prometheus quite a bit to try to figure out the stupid lore of what's supposed to be going on because it's garbage and um <laughs> I don't remember like what the the story there was. I think it was some kind of like uh, press thing that Ridley Scott was doing, um, where he he was trying to like throw people off the track. Mm. But the trailer, okay, one of my favorite classic movie trailers of all time is Alien, the original, right. and the trailer for Prometheus. If you watch the trailer for Alien and the trailer for Prometheus back to back, they use the same exact music, the same sound <laughs> effects, and the same format to make the trailer. And then the way they spell out the letters at the end of the trailer is the way they spell out the letters in Alien. You just stop it. Nope. Anyway, not an Alien movie, man. Not an Alien movie. No. Totally so Metroid, though. Movie. <laughs> so Metroid, uh, uh, another uh, Alien thing. Yeah. It's, it's a game about aliens. Um, 
I I can yeah, definitely it's, uh, I, I would believe that it was probably again I don't know this I haven't looked into it at all so don't take this with a grain of salt I mean but um I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least partially inspired by uh the Alien franchise right. I know a fair few games back mm-hmm. then were inspired by different Hollywood movies um right so yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all and there are some similarities I would say yeah and the uh, different creatures that you find mm-hmm. or uh, see here in Metroid and uh, as well as those mm-hmm. that you would see in an alien. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. What else do you say about something as large as Metroid? You know, it's in I, yeah, my opinion, it's without, a great without game. intimate knowledge. I, right. Yeah. I, I, from a from a first like from a like a first time perspective, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very, very challenging, mm-hmm. but um, it's the kind of challenging where you feel like you can get better. You can beat it. You can do oh, this. Oh, certainly. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Um, there, there, there were parts that made me want to snap my switch over my leg, but right. <laughs> they, they, they were parts that I eventually figured out how to overcome. Right. You know, I figured out how to get past that part. It just took some time. Um, but, you know, it's uh, I, I had a lot of fun doing it and I would play just one more level, especially since and I cannot stress this enough to anybody who may be watching. Um, it's available on the switch. It's on the go. You can do yeah, it, it on the online network and, and if you, you have emulated on the switch. Yeah. If you already have switch online, then you have the game. Uh, it's it's bundled in with that right. that uh, purchase. So, right. Yeah. Especially to the younger audience who may not have played metroidvania games before since both of these games have kind of started to uh their series have started to die out i think this is a wonderful place mm-hmm. to start um with right. metroid here it, it literally spawned a genre um so and, right. and again i'm sure i'm sure there were other games out there that did something very similar before this but it has to be right. the most popular one so oh, yeah. yeah yeah give it a try Absolutely. and kind of like john said if you if you're playing this one and you're struggling with the way it looks or with the way some things feel or whatever if you really just can't do this mm-hmm. one at least give super metroid a chance i haven't personally beaten yeah. that one but i've heard a lot of people say that it's it's a much better game um not to say this one's it's... bad though no, but um, j- just in the small time that I played Super Metroid, um, it's the same way I feel about Super Castlevania. It's like everything I loved about the first game, but now expanded upon in the best possible way. Like the the graphics, the gameplay, um, the storytelling, and and mm. Super Metroid is better. Um, you get like uh like actual little cutscenes and little explanations as to what you're doing and where you are and why you're there and things like that. You know, so. I I had a ton of fun with it, and I'll play just one more level of Metroid, but I'll probably play even more of Super Metroid, which is something we might do on the podcast in the future. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I'm sure we will eventually. And uh, I mean, like I've said before, I've already beaten this game before, um, but I would not be against playing more of this game. And uh, just one more right. thing that kind of crossed my mind before we go is uh, we mm-hmm. didn't mention the music at all um so certainly i would play just one more level but i would also listen to just one more uh piece of music from this game because it is fantastic i don't know the uh, composer off the top of my head or anything like that but 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. yeah very very driving some classic themes uh that you uh will hear in modern games um believe one of the main themes from this game is in super smash brothers um i forget which one but i i i I think i could be wrong but i think one of the main themes from this game is in one of the super smash brothers Um, it's been so long since i've played smash i'm honestly not sure (laughs) yeah i want to i want to say it's melee 
I want to say like one of the main themes from Super Smash Brothers Melee mm-hmm. is one of the Metroid themes. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, give it a try. It's uh, it's a pretty amazing game. So Christian, where yes. where can we find you? Yeah. So uh, right now on Twitch, not literally, but just in general, um, you can find me playing some uh, Elder Scrolls and uh, Fallout games, uh, possibly some other stuff in the future as well. But specifically those two right now. I've been doing some challenge runs of those, just playing them on like the hardest difficulty um, with some extra rules thrown in. And eventually I want to do permadeath runs of them. Um, so you can find me there doing that. I'm also on YouTube. I haven't uploaded anything in a while, but I'll probably be uploading some clips from those runs and things on there uh, eventually and maybe getting back into doing more video stuff on there. Of course, uh, Twitter as well. And uh, our website, as always, check us out on our website. John and I both um have our own little sections on there where we can share our thoughts on what we're doing and things like that as well as you can catch up on all of our latest episodes and things so yeah check us out there what about you john what have you been up to where can we find you at uh hopefully by this time i will have been up to more youtube videos on my main channel that is the doris man and uh some more twitch streaming also the doris man um you can find me on my socials instagram and twitter at the doris man or john dorsey one in the case of twitter um and also the website is probably the most exciting and new thing that we have going on right now um we have a poll on there which by this time may have been concluded but i'm sure there's going to be a new one so there will definitely um, be a new one i think this one only has i think there will be roughly i think the day this goes up will be the last day for the poll if i remember correctly okay okay so yeah so if you get in early you might be able to yeah Yeah. Um but uh the the poll is something on the website where we have just compiled a short list of recommendations that we've had or ideas that we've had for games that we want to play and review on the podcast. So why don't you go ahead and vote and let us know what you'd like to see us play, what you'd like to hear us talk about. Um we'd love that kind of interaction with uh people that are watching. So go ahead and check it out. And uh next week on the podcast, we're going to be doing something incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's John's pick. It's John's pick for the yes. month. And uh I mean this We're... game, I'll give you I'll give you just a couple seconds here everybody to uh, to guess what it is that he picked. It's something that he's <laughs> talked about numerous times. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's brought it up on the podcast a couple times and if you if you've ever about seen him in real episode. life, he certainly talks about it a lot in real life. Um right. Yeah, John, what is Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft. Oh, Minecraft. Yeah. Minecraft. So that's How uh, are we going to review that on our little podcast? You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. Like this game, I said, I don't know what to say about Metroid. It's Metroid. I mean, mm-hmm. Minecraft. Where Where do you even start? Um, I mean, I, I, I will have, say, uh, I think there's some com- interesting conversation we'll have because John and I have differing views on Minecraft. I think it's safe to say right. we both enjoy it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I look at Minecraft a little bit differently than John does. So you'll have to tune into right. that episode to kind of hear here are full yeah. thoughts on um, that it should be yeah fun. i'm 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 much more uh like interested and invested in like the minecraft community i guess um so i, I have like a lot of uh a lot of thoughts about like that kind of content but mm-hmm. um i know that, that that's not something that you're that into you're right um, I, I watch mumbo so, jumbo shout out yeah. to mumbo i'm sure you need our shout, shout out to mumbo uh, to, to survive right yeah. but um <laughs> but um yeah he, I mean, he's I up to mumbo, like seven million it, subscribers so, now these days oh, a little Which bit of captain insane. sparkles but there yeah. you go yeah but, but um, um it's gonna be a lot of fun so come and check yeah. that out next week definitely. on the podcast definitely and oh facebook page 
We have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah, page. yeah. We forgot to shout that out last episode, to mention we? Yeah, the we have page. a Facebook group, guys. So if you want to do that, yeah. you can join the Facebook group. Um, it's just one more podcast, uh-huh. if I'm not mistaken, on Facebook. Um, yes. Yeah, just one more podcast, uh-huh. so you can look us up on there. And that's actually where we've been doing a lot of fan interaction. We've been uh, posting like when we're going to be streaming because we stream these episodes on Twitch as yep. we record them. Uh, usually we do a double episode unless it's going to be a little bit longer. So right. um, that's where you're going to get notifications other than Twitter of when we're going to be streaming. A little um, bit more consistent and, on Facebook uh, recording Twitter, though. So right, yeah. right, and uh, also that's uh, we do we ask for uh, recommendations and. We post old episodes uh, on, on a semi-regular basis, just little throwbacks and things. So come and check us out. It's a fun thing to be a part of. Yes, so very much so. I think uh, I think that's just about everything for Metroid. So I guess uh, thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Um, you didn't have to, but you did, and we appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week with some Minecraft. So until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.